Welcome to The End Game, a podcast about the positive aspects of aging with grace, with joy, and with purpose. I'm your host, Don Auction. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get on with today's show. Guest today is Carl Landau, publisher, podcaster, and pickleball enthusiast. Carl retired three years ago from a business he created and ran for 20 years, and in his current state, which he calls unretirement, he broadcasts a monthly podcast and newsletter called I Used to Be Somebody. His new enterprise is called Pickleball Media, in tribute to his favorite new sport. Carl, welcome to the end game. Oh, thanks a lot, Don. I'm excited to be on. So my first question, uh, I listened to an interview of yours the other day, and is it true that you own a Carl Landau bobblehead? Uh, it is, um, and uh, everyone makes love, love uh, fun of it. It's, uh, I, I have a big bobblehead collection. In fact, uh, there's a few of them there, but outside in the Tiki Bar, I have like hundreds of them. So how do you not like get a bobblehead of yourself? But um, yeah. <laughs> So, so that leads me to my next question. If you are so much of a, a big deal that you have your own <laughs> bobblehead, why the title, I Used to Be Somebody? <laughs> you know, that came from something I've been saying naturally for like 20 or 30 years. I, I started uh, in the 80s. Uh, I started my own magazine when I was 25, 26 years old. And they were computer magazines, and I, you know, I only did that for four or five years, and sold them to a big publisher, made a lot of money, and and I was is sort of I was always worried because that was sort of the pinnacle of my career, and mm-hmm. and uh, so everything I did after that, I would just say, well, I used to be somebody, you know. <laughs> so, am I correct in thinking that you are something of a serial entrepreneur? Yeah, I would say so. I um, I lasted one year in the corporate world and uh, was kicked out. And uh, my boss was very kind, and he said, "Carl, you're really you're great. You're you know very talented. Um, you just need to leave this company and you need to start your own uh, because you don't seem to follow any of the rules we have, and uh, <laughs> it just doesn't work like that in the corporate world." And it was great advice and really nice of him. And uh, I actually followed his advice and worked for a computer magazine, and then a year later started a competitor to that magazine. And you've been pretty much on your own since, building your own company? Yeah, I'm unemployable at this point, yes. I have have said that more than once. Terminally unemployable (laughs) was my phrase. (laughs) Right. So what what was your last company, the one you stayed with for 20 years? I started a company called Niche Media, and it was an event company. We put on conferences and trade shows. Uh, so I, I, after the computer magazines, uh, selling those, I started some other hobby magazines in craft beer and in um, winemaking um, and started a conference trade show for that and sold that. So what I what I did was actually start a conference uh, and trade shows and seminars for those niche publishers, like very narrow interest um, publications. Okay. And uh, so I, I did events for 20 years um, doing seminars and conferences and trade shows. And I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, 
enough was enough. Did it age you 40 years? <laughs> it really did. You know, everyone's been to one of these events. And if you've actually been on the other side, the amount of work, uh, the amount of stress involved in making these three days perfect of this annual event, is it's it's a lot of um it's a lot of stress and i really loved it and really enjoyed it and for certain people events are you know a great way to go um and it was for me and and uh i i actually do regret though i wish i had sold it maybe four or five years earlier and was and that was what led you to unretirement is that correct yeah yeah so finally i really I probably the last year or two uh, really wasn't enjoying it that much, and uh, I got the opportunity to sell again. So I am very fortunate the fact that I've started three or four companies and been able to find you know people to buy them, uh, and and to me that's really satisfying. And and a lot of the properties are still alive and doing well, which I really enjoy doing. I and in fact I just went back. Uh, about four months ago to the conference I had started 18 years ago and uh, I was a speaker there which I really enjoyed just going back as a speaker attendee was awesome uh, and I and, and it's so funny the guy that's running it now he's all stressed out and all that and well that used to be me <laughs> so all that's done oh yeah so we talk a lot about um, the next stage of life after you stop work life um, did you need any time to figure out how you were going to play your unretirement or did you know exactly what you were going to do? Well, my wife played a role in it. Uh, I, I sold the company and it's one of those deals where you have to work for them for a year. And okay. so I did, I worked part-time for them, um, which it's all, I've done that like twice before and it's somewhat painful. Um, because you, you know, it, you have to follow what they're doing and it, it just happened. I really like the owners of it and, and, you know, it worked out okay. Is um, it kind of like losing custody of your children? Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> it, a little bit, it is, but, um, but I, I've done it several times, so I'm, I'm fairly good at doing it and, and sort of like not caring as much, uh, cause that's really how you have to be. And my wife sat me down and she's like, Carl, um, so what are you going to do next? Because you're not the type that's going to enjoy sitting around like uh, doing, you know, playing golf or, well, I don't play golf or, you know, I don't have any hobbies or anything like that. <laughs> so, and, and, uh, it, and I've seen several other people I knew um, that had a really difficult time in retirement. And because uh, what happens is, and, and, you know, particularly if you've had this successful career that you really liked, um, you know, you're this expert at whatever it is. And people ask your opinion and, you know, want to know what you're doing. And, and uh, you know, it's, you know, and all of a sudden the emails and the phone calls stop. And I knew that was going to happen. And so, um, and right then I'm like, well, you know, I really enjoy podcasts. I've been... Uh, in fact, I had a podcast about seven years ago in the early days of uh, mm. podcasting and really enjoyed that. I just didn't have enough time to to uh, hang with it. And uh, I 
I just said, hey, I have this idea for this um, podcast. And my wife and I actually work together. She's the writer. Um, she's our blogger and newsletter. And she worked with me on Niche Media. I said, well, what do you think about we team up on this and do the podcast and had the newsletter and all that. And so we did it. And it was really fun, although it was super weird, Don, in the fact that it was right at the pandemic. My last day of work was March of 2020, and we wow. were going to go in April to Portugal. And uh, so my last day was supposed to be the day we were putting on our last event. It was going to be in San Antonio, and obviously we didn't have it. And I, I had an office, and I walked out of that office, and I'm like, well, no one even knows I'm walking out of this office, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's just a weird way of ending it all. Um, but, but it was a great thing to do during the pandemic because we had nothing else to do. And so I had well, yeah. a weekly podcast. Yeah. And, and it was easy to get guests. I, I'm not kidding. You're like, would you like to be on? Yes. I have nothing to do. I would love to do that. And, <laughs> and so I, I had a weekly podcast for about 30 weeks um, and, and also weekly newsletter. And then I realized um, but I, 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 we'll talk about, I'm sure, pickball at some point, because I, I, mm. I do have a hobby in the fact that I really enjoy playing pickball. But I realized, God, I had just built myself a full-time job. And, you know, that. yeah, and I'm like, you know what? And I was just trying to fit my, um, uh, I was just trying to fit my pickball playing around my job. And I'm like, you know what? Um, I, I worked for a long time. Why don't I go reverse? And I went monthly with my podcast. And and then I play. So I, I figure out where I'm playing pickball, you know, those four times a week. And then I um, I, I work, work around that. So in unretirement, I sort of figured out, you know, I, I was making a mistake, and, uh, but I corrected it. And, and I think anyone, particularly your first year, it's going to be odd. It's going to be weird. Um, and, 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 and so uh, it's probably not going to be great that first year of not having that full-time job. I was going to ask you if you thought your experience was typical because I suspect that there are people who step off the train and know exactly what they want to do next, but I haven't heard from many of them. No, uh, no, and there's also, John, a whole bunch of people that had these big careers and they, within a couple of months, died. I, that's not that uncommon where, I, you know, all of a sudden they didn't have any real reason to live or, you know, particularly, I mean, that's a little crazy, but, uh, you know, it, it happens. So, yeah. I, I think it does. I think it has to do with... with um people who wrap themselves so totally into their work yeah, that yeah. their their work is their identity and it's yeah. everything. And then when that stops, yeah. oh my God, what's left? Yeah. Who am I? Yeah, and Don, I didn't re mean to bring your show down to a, a talk about people dying, so sorry about that. Uh, oh, no, no, you know, we're used to it. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so is this it? Uh, is this going to be your occupation for the duration, do you think? No, oh, God, no. Um, because, <laughs> you know, you have to figure out what you like doing. And what I like doing is new stuff. So I really enjoy the podcast. And you have a, you know, a great podcast. And, and, and you know, uh, I'm sure you, you have the same situation where 
you know, these guests that you would never meet in a million years if you didn't have this voice as a podcast. So I really still enjoy that. And I'm going to continue to do that probably for quite some time monthly. Um, but uh, I get excited about new projects and I have something I'm sort of working on right now. I would be disappointed if you said something else. I would, I would say, <laughs> if you had said this is it for the duration, I would say you you don't know yourself very well because yeah, yeah you're you're a you're a creator. That's well, yeah, what you and, do. and we didn't even talk about like the past year and a half. Um, uh, my wife and I and two of our friends uh, wrote a book that's actually an Amazon bestseller. It's called Pig Ball for Dummies. So anyone who's read any of the dummy books. Um, you know, I, there's like three or four thousand dummies books, but um, right now, Pigball for Dummies is one of the top selling dummy books on the market. I, I I know I'm going to regret asking this, but what is the attraction of pickleball? Have you ever played it? Do you know what no. it is? No, I I know it okay, has something to do yeah. with tennis. <laughs> it looks like well, tennis, it's, but it's, it's a different. Yeah, it's like a baby tennis court uh it's okay. about a quarter the size of tennis and um you have so it's a very small area and you have a paddle um that's not nearly as big as a tennis racket okay. and you play with a um wiffle ball like ball and uh in the net is lower and uh, uh anyway it is it is booming. It's the fastest growing sport in America. Uh, this is the fourth year in a row, the fastest growing sport in America. Um, so it, it's really, it's fun. I mean, you ask why people like it. It's just really fun. It's, um, and you can play at whatever skill level you want to play. Like I, I, I'm not terribly competitive actually at all. I just play with people that I have fun playing with. And uh, it's a very social game. So because it's such a small court and you always have a partner and you're really not covering that much space. So particularly baby boomers, they made, they made the sport blow up. Hmm. I've also heard there's been a lot of pickleball injuries in emergency rooms, but I don't know if that's a, <laughs> a trend or a factor or what. Yeah. Well, I mean, the fact that all of a sudden you have millions of people that, are new in playing a sport and some of the people really hadn't done anything in years. So right. it could be difficult. that one. I was a, ra I was a racquetball player, so it was not much of a transition for me, Okay, but you have to learn on early. In fact, I've taught a bunch of people like the rules and how to play. And, um, uh, the first thing I tell them is don't get hurt. You know, you're not 18 years old and, um, uh, so if, if someone hits a good shot rather than diving and all that, just say, Hey, that was a great shot. So <laughs> that's, that's different from the normal American competitive streak, isn't it? Well, I mean, you, you'll find really competitive pigball players like any other sport, right. but I, I try to stay away from those people. So what is the overall purpose of, your podcast and your newsletter does it have a does it have a theme is it really just about unretirement or what is it uh yeah so it's for people that have had um long-term uh careers and particularly if you enjoyed your career i think mm -hmm. i think if you hated your career going into retirement is probably a lot easier 
you know, if you weren't, <laughs> if you didn't find some fulfillment from work, you know, it's, it's probably an easier transition. But for people that really did enjoy their job, um, it is a tough transition. So I basically, I was a guinea pig for the, what was going to happen. I also have Carl's diary about every other month. I'll write like what's going on, um, you know, in my life. And so I'm sort of a guinea pig for the whole thing. And that's why I really started it. And there's millions and millions of baby boomers in the same situation that, you know, we're in. And right. so there's quite an audience for this. So we say it's, you know, it's for people that want to do something new, something more fun, something more meaningful. So all the people I interview are people that, um, you know, had big time careers and now they're doing something like entirely different than they were before. And, um, uh, and, and so it, it's great. I mean, there, there's a lot, and people really enjoy it. And the other thing is a lot of these, uh, shows for baby boomers tend to be, um, sort of boring anyway, <laughs> you know, they're, they're like pretty serious. You know, a lot of health right. things, also a lot of like financial stuff, you know, you're not going to have enough money for retirement. And I mean, there, there's um, 30 yeah. or 40 podcasts just on the, you know, the money side of retirement. And we don't talk about that at all. Ours is more, yeah. you know, um, you know, how you're feeling about it and, 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 and the fun parts of, of doing something new. I, I think in a lot of ways, you and I are doing the same sort of thing. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. my, my, my approach has been basically, you're old, but it's not the end of the line. You've still got a lot left in you, so let's enjoy this and do something new and find a new purpose, and here are all the yeah. ways you can do that. And, and yeah. I try to throw a, little, throw a little wit into it every now and then to keep it light. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you're a natural writer and all that, and it all, you know, it all it works. It helps, yeah, it helps. So how can people subscribe to your newsletter or listen to your podcast? Where do they go? Well, it's like any podcast. I mean, we're available everywhere, you know, on uh, Apple uh, Podcast app or Spotify or, or 30 other platforms. So you just mm -hmm. search, I used to be somebody. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have the all the episodes up on our site, which is pickleball media HQ, like headquarters.com. And, uh, and then you can subscribe to the newsletter or listen to the podcast or whatever you want to do Buy the book pickleball for dummies. Great. A whole pickleball empire. <laughs> the pick, you know, it's sort of funny. The, the pickball thing came out of nowhere as far as like writing the book. Um, I just on a lark called my company or a friend of mine said like, okay, you have a new company. You should have a new name. Um, I'm like, okay. And, and she's like, you like pickball. Why don't you call it pickball media? I'm like, okay. And, and we do have one little segment about pickball on it, um, which it's called Pickball Life Lessons with Mo. So Mo Nard um, is one of my instructors I learned from, and uh, and she's co-author of the book and with her partner Rian Steele, and and people love that segment. Um, Mo is absolutely hilarious, and so we take 
lessons that you learned from the pickball court that you can relate to uh, life lessons. Uh-huh. And people that don't even play pickball, have no interest in it, love the, it's only about four or five minutes. They love that segment. And it's, it's a lot of fun. It's mostly Mo making fun of me. So, um, okay. which uh, for some reason people enjoy. That's, that's great. Carl, it's been a pleasure. Uh, it's, it's good to meet you and to, to talk about what you're doing. And, and thank you for taking the time to, to be with us on the end game. Yeah, thanks a lot, Don. I really appreciate it. You're doing a great job. Oh, I appreciate that. Thanks for listening to our podcast. You can also subscribe to our free weekly newsletter, The End Game at theendgame.substack.com. I'm Don Auction, wishing you all the best in aging with grace, with joy, and with purpose. I hope you'll join us for future programs here at The End Game.